Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Origin 3 has just wrapped up. The Queensland Maroons are taking home that one in. I honestly think it's one of the best games of football I have ever seen. I could not believe the intensity of that good game. I could not believe how fast it started. I couldn't believe, was it three HIAs in the first 10 minutes or so? Honestly, it all happened so quickly that I, I cannot wait to sit down and watch this game again, which I'll do over the next 12 or 13 hours. Uh, I'll probably watch a little bit of it tonight, then I'll get up tomorrow morning and watch it all again and go through my notes and everything before I give you a deep review. Just thought I'd give you my live reaction tonight to what I saw, which was just like no game I've seen before, to be honest with you. It was incredible. Um, I thought the first half, incredibly close. Uh, New South Wales, I thought we were sort of on the front foot um, in, the, in the first half. And then, of course, you know, Five seconds before halftime, Harry Grant just comes up with a massive play. And, you know, I've, all, I've loved Harry Grant for a very long time. And, fuck, it's good to see him stand up in this sort of a moment in Game 3 and show people what he's all about. Um, for me, there is no doubt whatsoever that he will be the Kangaroos hooker. I think they will take him and Ben Hunt. I honestly, I think after that, I'm not sure if Appy uh, or Damien Cook will be in the Kangaroos team. I think it has to go to those Queensland boys. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about a few guys from Queensland in a minute, but just the way the game flowed, uh, you know, we went into halftime, 12-10 to New South Wales. Uh, Val Holmes obviously missed that kick. There was a couple of opportunities for both sides in the first half that it was a really even contest. Uh, I thought Tom Dearden... He was fucking outstanding. Just that ball that he threw to Val Holmes for the first try. I sort of, I, I, you know, I said all week, I didn't even expect Tommy Dearden to start. I thought he'd come off the bench. Me and Kempi even spoke during the week, and Kempi thought he'd play 25 minutes in the middle, you know, I in the middle of the game. I just, I cannot believe what Tom Dearden did there. For him to come in and fill the boots of Cam Munster and play the way that he did, and he was good with the ball. He did a lot of really good things, but in defense, he was just an absolute fucking warrior. And coming into that game in Tom Dearden's first origin, 
at the pace it was played at and how rough and tumble it was and how the New South Wales Blues just went after Tom Deard and they targeted him so much and he just stood and delivered on every single challenge that came his way. I... I'll tell you what, if I'm the North Queensland Cowboys, as much as I, I won't be playing him on Thursday night, obviously I'm sitting there going, you know what? I've now got a 580 in my team who all of a sudden, he has got the best experience he could possibly have. And if I'm the Cowboys, I'm looking at Jeremiah Nanai as well going, he turned into a fucking superstar tonight. I talked all week about how I was worried about Nanai and his defense and we target him. How fucking wrong was I? I thought Nanai was incredible tonight. He was so good. Some of the offloads he came up with, you know, we talk about it so often. I remember sitting there talking about Jacob Saifidi during the game and just sort of saying, oh, it's funny what confidence can do when your coach just backs you. Mate, Nanai, the confidence that he's been given by Billy Slater, what he did tonight was unbelievable. I was so impressed by those two young Cowboys. They were both sensational. And the Cowboys are going to take so much away from this game. They're going to have so much confidence in the back end off the back of a big performance like this. I uh, came out in the second half and... What a weird second half. Um, just the way that it played out, the way that New South Wales, they just couldn't get out of their own end. Some of the mistakes they came up with, you know, obviously the Jerome Luai pass that went out. There was the Stephen Crichton offload. There was the Sifatalakai drop ball. Just an absolute shit fight. Just the worst example of how to get out of your own end. It was just desperate footy. Just didn't want to get in the grind. And I oh, fuck, it was hard to watch. It was devastating to watch as a New South Wales fan how they handled that that all those times coming out of their own end. It was just devastating to see. I couldn't believe how poor we were coming out of our own end. But credit to Queensland, that was the pressure they applied. And that came off the back of Ben Hunt and DCE. Their kicking game was extraordinary. DCE, another one that I was worried about coming into this game. What a performance. What a fucking performance. KP, I thought he was the best on the field. He got man of the match. We'll talk about him soon. But DCE, he wasn't far off best on the field. I thought his kicking game was sensational. And it wasn't just the kicks that he put in. It was when he kicked. The amount of times he caught Daniel Tupu out, who was you know just 10 metres off, and DCE just slap it into that corner. They'd lead the kick chase. I, I was just, I was so impressed with Daly Cherry Evans. And, you know, I went into this game thinking he's playing for his jersey. Um, I, mate, I, I think he has locked himself in for next year. I'm wearing that one all over my face. He was so impressive in this game. Him and Dearden, they were so good. To think they lost Cam Munster midweek to COVID, um, for them to put on the performance they did was unbelievable. Benny Hunt, obviously they had their injuries, the Queensland Maroons. So I, I think Ben Hunt played 80 minutes. I haven't looked at the stats, but I felt like he never left the field. He might have, but I felt like he played 80 minutes, Ben Hunt. And the performance he put in was just something else. I was so impressed with Benny. Um, we spoke during the week that he's that sometimes when you lose, like you lose a champion player like Munster, and you're not going to be better, but you're going to be different. And Ben Hunt, he just brought something different. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, when he scored that try at the end, as a New South Welshman, I was fucking devastated. Absolutely ruined me. And I, I hope that puts a smile on all you Queenslander faces because I was distraught in that moment. But looking up and seeing that it was going to be Ben Hunt, and he was going to own that moment. I've been one of the biggest Ben Hunt defenders ever since that drop ball in 2015. And there's been just fucking lemons left, right, and center taking cheap shots at him, calling him overpaid. I mean, he didn't write that check for himself. The Dragons decided to pay him. And this is why they decided to pay him that much, because he is a big game player. He has been for a very long time. He is leading the Dahlia medal at the moment. And for him to have that moment in Origin 3, the decider, when... You know, Munster's out. They've got all these injuries. They're on the back foot. And Ben Hunt comes up with, 
I don't know, what would you call it, a charge down? Just like, I don't even know how he caught that ball. And then to run 70, 60, however, however long it was to score, I just such a great moment for Ben Hunt. I, I'm honestly, I'm going to put it out there. That is one of my favorite moments in rugby league ever. I wish I was there for that moment to watch Ben Hunt and just see him have a couple of seconds on his own in those in goals celebrating. Nothing better than that. I remember that grand final. I was there that day that he dropped the ball. I remember watching it and my heart just sunk for Ben Hunt because you just knew what that was going to mean for the rest of his career. And it's been even worse than what I thought it was going to be, the way that people have gone after him, that no matter what he's done, he's always been the guy to blame. He's always been bagged, left, right, and center. He's the scapegoat for everything. For him to have that moment, well done to Benny Hunt. He deserves it. As devastating as it was, it's hard not to be happy for a bloke like that. It really is. I haven't spoken to a single New South Welshman that wasn't happy for Ben Hunt in that moment because no one else has been through more shit over the last few years than Benny Hunt. So credit to him. It killed me. But you've got to appreciate how far Ben Hunt has come. I, I honestly think it's probably the worst moment for an individual in a career. I don't think there's ever been a bigger moment than grand final, extra time, and you drop the ball off the kickoff. And not a hard one, not a you know, not one that's going over your shoulder or anything. A very routine catch. I, I just I don't think there's a worse moment for any other player ever, to be honest with you. I'm happy for someone to message me and try and tell me a moment that's been worse, but for me, I just don't think anything else is even in the ballpark. That should have ruined Ben Hunt's career. Ben Hunt's career from a psychological point of view, it should have finished that night realistically. And then it should have finished at any point over the last seven years when everyone has got stuck into him. Everyone's joked about it. Everyone's given him shit about it, reminded it of him constantly. And then for him to still be here at the age he's at, seven years later, origin three, playing 80 minutes in a lock forward role and to come up with the biggest play of the night and one of the biggest plays in origin history. That is that is just origin and that is Queensland down to a T. A charge down that you managed to catch somehow. That was incredible in the first place. And then to go 70 metres or 60 metres, whatever the fuck it was, after playing what I'm pretty sure was 80 minutes in the lock forward role, um, I was blown away by Ben Hunt. I was just so impressed with everything that he did tonight. He was incredible and he deserved that moment. So congratulations to Benny Hunt. Very well done to him. Caelan Ponga. Good God. Um, we said earlier today on the podcast that he was our, if Queensland win, we're, we're, we're expecting him to have a big game, and I thought he was unreal tonight. I thought, man, the match could have gone to a few guys. I thought it could have gone to DC. I thought Paddy Carrigan could have been up there. Uh, but what KP did was just incredible. And, you know, he obviously scored that big try that really broke the game open. That's sort of the moment that my heart sort of sunk. I sort of thought, okay, that's the moment that they'd been waiting for. And KP, stand and deliver in that moment. It was huge. Um, but... Just outside of that, just every time he got the ball, he looked electrifying. I quite often refer back to 2020 game three that I was at when James Tedesco scored that match-winning try, and it's unbelievable. But, you know, and I'll never forget that moment as a New South Wales fan. But the other thing that I always remember from that night was watching Cam Munster and just watching the impact he had at fullback and how dangerous he was every single time he touched that ball. And I haven't really seen a player like that since until tonight with KP, every time he got the ball, I was just on the edge of my seat going, fuck, he could snap ankles, he could break us apart at any given moment. And, mate, I thought Isaiah Yo made about four try-saving tackles on KP tonight. Some of the cover defense that Isaiah Yo had on KP um, was incredible. I, I think KP could have come up with, with one of the greatest origin games ever if it wasn't for the determination of Isaiah Yo tonight. I thought KP was so impressive. Paddy Carrigan, wow. Wally Lewis medalist, um, just sensational. What a performance from him. What a series from him. 
Um, coming off the bench, obviously, he's just been massive. He's such a young guy. I think you forget how old Paddy Carrigan is. I mean, they were announcing the Wally Lewis medal, and he wasn't even paying attention because he, he would have genuinely thought he was nowhere near it. Um, I think we all knew that he was pretty close to it. I didn't think he'd get it, to be honest with you, um, but I think he is more than deserving of it. So congratulations to Pat Carrigan. I think he will be a future Queensland captain. I don't think there's any real doubt about that. I think he'll be a future Brisbane Broncos captain once again. Um, he is just... He's something else, Paddy Carrigan. There is something really, really special about him. I remember a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago, when all this stuff broke about Payne Haas leaving, and I sort of thought, you know, he's the alpha in that team. They're going to battle without him, mate. I'll tell you what, Paddy Carrigan. He's a guy that you can genuinely build a franchise around. He's a guy that you can build a franchise around. You can build a state around uh, for the next few years. Incredibly impressive from him, Val Holmes. Um, I'm just going to get up some stats here because I felt like Val Holmes was fucking everywhere in that game. He was electrifying. Just some other stats here. Paddy Carrigan, 45 tackles. Caelan Ponga, 299 run meters, three line breaks. Just incredible from KP. He was so good. 26 runs for 299 meters, three line breaks, 18 tackle breaks for KP, 18. That is unbelievable. Four offloads. What a freakish night from KP. Unbelievable. Um, Valentine Holmes, I thought he was unreal in this game. He was absolutely everywhere. He only ran for 91 metres. Fuck, it felt like more to me. I felt like every single run he was having impact, Val Holmes. I thought he was very impressive. Um, Dane Gagai obviously got Sinbin. What a cracking origin moment that was, watching Dane Gagai and Matty Burton go at it. I, I, I don't know if there'd be a more perfect matchup. Two guys that I would just love to see have a stink. I think those two would be unreal. Very similar body shapes. Just two incredible athletes. Thought Corey Oates, he had one drop ball outside of that. I thought he was fantastic. Great to see Corey Oates. That's another story that we're not talking about. Great to see him back in the Origin Arena. It's taken him a long time to get back there, that he's back there once again. Tommy Dearden. 16 runs for a halfback. Only made 95 metres, but they were 16 tough runs. He... Tommy Dearden came in tonight and his mindset was, I'm only going to pass the ball to someone if they're in a better position than I am. And if they're not, I'm going to take the hit. And he did that time and time again. One line break, one line break assist, one try assist, four tackle breaks. How many tackles did Tommy Dearden make? 29 tackles on his origin debut, Tom Dearden. What a performance. And when you go back and watch those 29 individual tackles, the way they went at him, it was brutal. He missed three, but honestly, I think most guys making their debut in the halves like that, they they could have missed 15 tackles. I thought Dearden was just so impressive. Chez, his kicking game was unbelievable. Kicked for 644 metres. Daly Cherry Evans off 19 kicks. He was immense in this game. He was so impressive, Chez. Credit to him. I doubted him. Fuck, egg all over my face. He was great. Benny Hunt ran for 125 metres. Very impressive. Only had, I think it was eight kicks. No, he had two kicks in this game. One of them was a 40-20. That was an absolute cracking nudge. The other one found space early as well. Ben Hunt, incredible performance. We've spoken about him. Let's have a look at Jeremiah Nanai's stats. Um, now, made 31 tackles. Did miss nine, to be fair. Missed a few tackles. Uh, but offloads, he had five. And they were five Cracking offloads. I thought Nanai was just so good in this game. Um, 12, what did he do? 12 runs for 68 metres. So not overly impressive, but the offloads that he got away and some of the moments he came up with. I mean, they almost scored another two tries of him just doing freaky shit off kicks once again. I, I, I don't know. I don't have a player comparison for Jeremiah Nanai and what he brings. He is just something else. I thought he'd struggle tonight. Honestly, the confidence that Slater put in into him and what he got out of him, so impressive. Um, Tino, 
Just one about his work tonight. Uh, we probably didn't talk too too much about Tino, but I'm assuming that he played pretty big minutes and just his job, 58 minutes. Harry Grant, 52 minutes. Paddy Carrigan played 68 minutes. Tom Gilbert played 79. 79 minutes for Tom Gilbert in his origin debut in a decider at Suncorp. I mean, some of the efforts by these Queenslanders was just unbelievable. Um, and, you know, I was saying to my, my mate tonight when we were watching the game, it's like, fuck, you know, you look back to that eight-in-a-row team and you just sit there and you just go, well, you guys are just too good and it's that simple. But I sit here tonight with that Queensland side and go, you know what? You guys just went harder. You wanted it more tonight. You really did. And I don't think there's any denying that. I mean, you look at the amount of times that the ball was on the deck or there was an offload that went to the ground. There were so many times that Queensland threw offloads that went to no one and the ball was on the ground. It was a 50-50 contest and they just came up with it. I thought that, that that dropout that Nathan Cleary did, that's absolutely genius. I've been saying on the hijack for a couple of weeks, I would do that with every single kickoff, every single dropout, just dart it low at the corners. It should have been the Blues ball, without a doubt. And Val Holmes, the effort that he puts into that play to get the ball back in, and then it's a free-for-all once again, and Tom Gilbert, he gets the ball back. Just one of those moments. I'm getting messages left, right, and center about Val Holmes, his foot being on the sideline. Fuck it. That's not what won us the game. Don't sit there and act like – sorry. Don't sit there and act like that's what lost us the game. Complete and utter bullshit. We had so many opportunities that we could have turned into something. We had so many times that we fucked it up coming out of our own end. Don't even bother blaming the touchy, the referee. That's absolute bullshit. You're making excuses. Cop the loss on the chin. Queensland were the better side and they deserved that win. I just, I'm, I'm so impressed with the Maroons and what they did tonight. I just, I'm so blown away that without Cam Munster, who the guy that owns moments, this was just such a team effort by Queensland. DCA, he kicked perfectly. Ben Hunt, he was immense. He was everywhere. Caelan Ponga was electric every time he got it. Val Holmes and Gagai were great. I just, just a complete team effort. And you look at that forward pack, like, to be honest with you, when I look at the meters and everything, uh, Papali, 90. Capewell, 80. Nanai, 68. Tino, 116. Harry Grant, 62. Jaira, 71. Pat Carrigan, 130. I mean, no one really stands out there. No one really stands out with like an immense amount of meters run or anything. It was just a perfect team effort, a perfect team effort. They lost their front rower, Lindsay Collins, in the fourth minute, Gonski. I mean, to bounce back from that and to lose Selwyn Cobbo, so you have to move Kurt Capewell out into the centers. I, just, I cannot believe how well they went and how they – also how they managed to get to – what was it the 55th minute or something ridiculous – until they used Jai Arrow, how on earth they managed to get through that period until, yeah, the 51st minute until they brought on Jai Arrow, and they just held on with two less players during that entire period, and they managed to score just on half time. That play by Harry Grant was just huge. Credit to Queensland, and the last guy we've got to talk about, Billy Slater, um, his first ever. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Origin series as a coach. Now, I want you to remember in game one, game one, they come into that game, 
They lose Xavier Coates. They need a reshuffle there. They also lose Nanai. He comes back later, but that's still fucked up their interchange. So all of a sudden, Billy Slater, he arrives with a plan, how he's going to use his team, what he's going to do, sub here, sub here. This is the game plan. He obviously built a lot of it around two hookers as well. So when you're building a game plan around two hookers, you can't afford to be having injuries all over the place. It went into a disaster. He lost Xavier Coates. Um, he then lost Nanai, so he wasted an interchange there. He's then able to bring him back later, so he wasted a few spots there. Still managed to get a win. And then we get to game two. Ruben Cotter ruled out. He loses him in the warm-up of the game on the weekend. I would argue that Ruben Cotter was a top three player in that team. They lose their lock forward. I mean, could you imagine if New South Wales lost Isaiah Yo, the impact that would have on the team? So now all of a sudden he goes from having this small body at 13, this guy who can sort of move the ball around as well, but he's a smaller body. He's a real point of difference. He chucks Tino in there and he just makes it work. He just fucking makes it work. He just fought, Billy just finds a way to make it work. They compete in, in game two for the first half. They get blown out in the second half, exhausted. The sin bin took it out of them. Whatever the hell it might be, they lose game two. They're going to Suncorp. It's a decider. The week leading into it, you know, they're already without Ruben Cotter. By this point, how many wingers have they gone through? You look at game one, Xavier Coates, he lost him. And he had Selwyn Cobbo on debut, who came up with a big play in that one. We then get to game two. Selwyn Cobbo stays there. Murray Tualangi comes in, who sort of struggles a little bit. He retains him from game three. He backs him. He gets COVID. Now he's got to bring in Corey Oates. Corey Oates hasn't been in the squad the entire series. You think about the amount of wingers, just alone wingers, that Billy Slater had to go through, the amount of combinations he had to change on the, enge- on the edges to mark the absolute juggernauts that the, the New South Wales Blues have on the edges. They've got all these Penrith boys, Daniel Tube, all these incredibly talented guys, and they're chopping and changing all their combinations, and he just fucking makes it work. On top of Murray Tualangi, who they lost midweek, they had to ship Corey Oates in, they lose Cam Munster. Cam Munster is by far and away their best player. By far and away, they win game one because Cam Munster was on their team and he's able to just pull shit out of nowhere. You look at these two teams on paper, in my opinion, on paper, the New South Wales team is better. They've got more guys in form at the moment. They've got more guys playing in teams that are winning premierships. But you get to this Origin Arena and everything changes. And this is and this is where Cam Munster should be so important because he's the guy that can break a game open in a moment. Whether it's the one-on-one steal and Steve off Stephen Crichton in game one, all those little fucking things that he does that he just seems to do every single game, they came in without that. They picked a debutant in Tommy Dearden at five eight. You got to you got to remember a year ago, Tom Dearden left Suncorp Stadium as the Broncos halfback that they didn't want. He was going to be the next Alan Langer twelve months before that. They didn't want him. He returns to Suncorp tonight as the Queensland Maroons five eight and puts on a cracking performance. I'm so impressed with what Queensland have done. And I was sort of making a point about Slater there that then he gets to this game and he loses his front rower and his winger in the first, what, five minutes? Both of them gone. And he has to make adjustments. He has to move Kirk Capel out. All of a sudden, your key defensive back rower on that edge is gone. They've already lost Felice Cafusi, remember? So that's their two. Just uh, the changes that had to be made here was unbelievable. Ben Hunt went from playing... You know, 50 minutes at nine to playing 80 minutes at lock. Where is Ben Hunt? He played 80, didn't he? I'm just looking for his name. 74 minutes, Ben Hunt. I mean, credit to Billy Slater. He's had to overcome so much throughout this series. He's had to overcome probably more in this series than I would say most coaches have to overcome in probably two or three Origin series. And it was his first one ever. New South Wales were $1.30 tonight. Everyone was backing the Blues in to win this one. Without Cam Munster, they couldn't possibly get it done. Imagine Billy Slater walking into that team and saying, hey, our very best player, our number one guy, our alpha in this team, he isn't going to be there for the decider on Wednesday night. 
And then he made, and then he says, Tom Dearden, the debutant who's been hanging around. He, he, he's, he's got two track suits from the last two, two games that he's been hanging around us. He's going to come in and play 5-8. I, credit to Billy Slater. I 100% would have played Ben Hunt there. I've said that all week. He backed in Tom Dearden. He backed in Nano. All these guys that I said, I think he's crazy for playing them in their origin debut, but he filled them with confidence because he gets it. Billy Slater gets it. He's backed these young guys in, and now he's set himself up for the future. I remember at the start of this series, I was sort of going, geez, if something happens to DC and Munster, who the fuck are they going to turn to? Tom Dearden, there's your answer. They brought in Sam Walker this week for a bit of experience. Imagine what he's going to take from this week. I'm now looking, you got Felice Cafusi, you got Kirk Cable, these guys. I've now seen that Nanai, in a decider, can play huge minutes on an edge and handle himself and be okay. I mean, I've now got Selwyn Cobbo, yes, got injured in this game, but he has shown throughout the series that he is well and truly up to the standard of state of origin. Murray Tuolungi, he struggled a little bit in game two, but he's shown that he's ready whenever called upon, as is Corey Oates. I mean, what they've got through this series and the guys they've produced, Tom Gilbert, like a lot of these guys won't be in the team next year if they're fully fit. I think they'll have guys that will come back and whatnot. But they know, Billy Slater knows that there are guys that he can call on here if they get desperate. If they if the best player in their team gets ruled out midweek because of a fucking virus, I've got Tom Deard and I can turn to him and he can come in and do a job for me. Credit to Billy Slater. I think what he's done has been so incredible. I know I haven't spoken too much about the Blues players, but that's the reality of it. Tonight's not about the Blues. It's about the Queensland Maroons and what they've achieved. We're going to dissect the Blues a little bit more tomorrow when we get to sit down and watch the game properly and go through and have a look at it uh, and take our notes again and study it up because there is a lot of emotion in it for me when I'm watching it live, obviously. So I want to sit back down and do it properly. We'll have a deep review coming tomorrow, but... This is just my live reaction to what I saw in this game and my live reaction to how it played out. And without, I've, I've read a couple of stats there. I haven't even really used my notes. I've just sort of gone off vibe of guys that I remember and moments that I remember that were key. As I said, tonight's about Queensland. Congratulations to you Maroons fans that are listening. I remember I put up a post about three months ago saying, and I sort of put together a Queensland Maroons side and the receipts are in there. I put together a Maroons side about three months ago on this podcast. I actually forgot to put Kirk Capewell in. I completely fucking forgot about it, about him. I just, I just left him out. Um, and I sort of said, I'm worried about this team. I am genuinely worried. Now, I understand that the New South Wales fans, and I've already seen a few people have argued, oh, yeah, but Latrell and Turbo went there, and that's fine. Shit happens, yeah? Shit happens. You just have to fucking deal with it. We've got enough talent to cover those guys. There's no excuses there for me. No excuses whatsoever. I remember being worried about this Queensland side, and I had so many Blues fans mess me going, you're fucking kidding yourself. You're joking. It's just Munster. That's the only thing we've got to worry about. We can handle him. He's one man. Man, they just dusted us. They just absolutely dusted us without Cam Munster. Incredible performance from Queensland. I thought that period where New South Wales did force a heap of dropouts and they just had no no real points to show from it, no real drive after it, I thought that really went a long way. In Queensland, they were begging for halftime, absolutely begging it. They needed it. And the way that they regrouped after halftime uh, was incredible. Backs against the wall. The last 20 minutes, Queensland should have just been out on their feet. But the difference was, in my opinion, obviously the impact that Billy Slater, Cam Smith, these sort of guys had at halftime. They would have challenged them that this is their jersey. Those guys owned it once before and they did the job in it for so many years. They've now passed it on to them and it's their duty to rise above whatever the fuck's going on. Injuries, whatever. So that's going to happen in Origin. You're going to run out, you're going to get punched in the face. It's about how you react to getting punched in the face. And I thought the way Queensland responded was so impressive. Credit to them. Enjoy the win. 
all of you Queensland fans, I hope you go absolutely mad tonight. You thoroughly enjoy it. Cannot wait to get on Bloke in a Bar on Monday. Kempi's going to be fucking beaming. It's going to do my head in. Uh, but we've got to give credit to this Queensland Maroons team and what they've achieved. Stay tuned tomorrow at some point once I've reviewed the whole game and gone through it. I'll give you my deep review of that, including uh, a bit more chat about the New South Wales team. But as I said, tonight's about the Queensland Maroons. Congratulations on winning the 2022 Origin Series.